Planet Parsons show 225 on the 4th of June 2014. Prepare your body and mind for a bumpy ride as we break new boundaries and go where no man or woman has been allowed before. We go beyond the final frontier into the light and dark corners of Planet Parsons. How are you? Um, I'm a little bit wet, and possibly you are. I hope you've got a bit more sunshine in your world. I thought I'd dart down the garden while I've got five minutes to do a, a Planet Parsons. And because it was raining, I put my head down, wasn't looking where I was going, I ran bang into the apple tree, and I suspect about the amount of a, a, a full bucket of water emptied on my head from the leaves. So I'm looking good, which is just as well this is radio, isn't it? Um, so the last couple of days, quite busy. Uh, but thank you so much for your emails and your tweets. And can I also say thank you so much if you sponsored me for my Pink Ribbon Walk. That was just so kind. And each time I, I get a little message saying someone sponsored me, I go and have a look at the Just Giving page and smile from ear to ear because it's a great cause. So thank you. Got my first big mosquito bite of uh, the summer. So I guess summer must be on its way yesterday. And it started with one of those just sort of little itchy bits and now the whole leg's gone up. So I won't be wearing a frock for a while. <laughs> Too much information. Maria T. Riley, um, you've sent some great tweets over the last couple of weeks. And uh, you ask what I'm reading because you were massively into the book club at Smooth Radio. Um, I'm reading at the moment pictures from Italy, although I'm interrupted quite a bit, uh, by Charles Dickens. And we'll go more into that at a later date. Also, majorly decluttering, and that's going to be my middle name at some point, isn't it? Majorly <laughs> decluttering. Uh, so my kitchen walls that were covered in pictures and things have been stripped bare. And um, there are four of us in my immediate family, and um, two of us think, and that's not me, it looks great. And then the little one and I think it looks bland and boring. Uh, but we'll work on them. Maybe we'll do a couple of pictures and stick them up. But I do feel um, that my support system's gone because those pictures have been up for about 20 years. You know, they're sort of gradually, perhaps one every couple of weeks for 20 years. So it was like wallpaper and now there's nothing. I feel bereft. We'll move on. Uh, thank you so much um, for your emails as well. Uh, Particularly, I wanted to say hello to Sally and David Thomas. What a lovely email you sent. And also Lance and Donna in New Zealand who are just updating me on the fact that it's almost Christmas in New Zealand. Well, not Christmas, winter. Sorry. <laughs> Got my seasons and my times of the year mixed up. Because <laughs> it's very sunny when it gets to Christmas with you, isn't it? Um, I wanted to share with you also that we've been watching the tennis and I've watched the tennis for years, uh, depending on where it is. But usually at this time of year, if I'm not working so much, uh, we tune in to what's happening at the Roland Garros tournament in Paris. And after all these years, sitting there yesterday afternoon over a chocolate biscuit and a cup of tea, I said to my son, who's Roland Garros? I've never asked that question before. And he said, oh, I don't think it's a person. I think it's just like, you know, Wimbledon tennis tournament. And I said, it's got to be a person. Checked it out. What a person. French aviator, and you may know this, uh, born on the 6th of October, 1988. What an incredible life. So his world was in the air. And uh, he was, in fact, let's just check here, because I wanted to um, give you the full works on this. Um, so worked on lots of monoplanes, 
Um, and he uh, established uh, a new record altitude of 5,610 metres, which is 18,000 feet in 1913. But uh, he also did the first non-stop flight across the Mediterranean Sea ever. The first one ever. He's looking very dapper in the photographs that are here on Wikipedia. The sad thing is um, that, of course, being a, an expert flyer, he would have been caught up in World War One. And uh, he was a fighter pilot uh, and was shot down on enemy territory and sent to a prisoner of war camp on February the 14th. This is important, I think. October the... No, February the 14th. Can we start that again? That's because I'm trying to concentrate on the Wikipedia page and talking at the same time. So he was shot down on enemy lines, sent to a prisoner of war camp, 14th of February... Um, the year was 1918. So we're not far off the war ending. I know it was, it was 1919 officially. Um, and he spent the best part of being in that prisoner of war camp trying to escape. So he tried to escape many, many times. Escaped on October the 1st. So it took a while, but he got there. Went straight back into the French army, got into an aeroplane... And um, the day before his birthday, shot down two enemy planes and then got shot down himself. And that was him uh, the day before his 30th birthday. And I said to my son, that is a really sad story. And he said to me, good gracious, when you look at his life, mum, so many, uh, you know, millions of people died in the First World War. You can't feel sorry for just one man. It was tragic for them all. And I felt very well told off. But I did think to myself, if he'd actually not escaped from the prisoner of war camp, he might still be alive. But having said that, as my son said, if you are someone that has done the kind of work he has done, which is quite risk-takey, you're not going to sit in a prisoner of war camp without trying to escape, are you? Anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, I knew that all alone. I knew that all along, Lynn. You didn't have to tell me. I'm sorry if I bored you. I noticed the World Cup is eight days away and the stadium is not ready. What are they going to do? Any any thoughts? I'd love to hear from you. Lynn at lynnparsons.net is to email and to tweet at lynnparsonsuk. Uh, sorry that I've been a bit rambling today, but I did want to share that Roland Garros business with you. And there'll be lots that I haven't spoken about. But, you know, you can email and share your world and photographs and you can also tweet. Now, um, the exciting news is my friend Martin will have flown via Hong Kong back from Australia and should be home any moment. I'm not sure whether he'll be jet lagged and awake or needing a jolly good kip, but I'm hoping that when I meet up with him, he'll be able to tell me how I can share a photograph on this website as well as tweeting. So you don't have to be across um, two of those. But uh, for the meantime, the photographs will be at Lynn Parsons UK on Twitter. I've gone on enough. I hope you have a good day. <laughs> Ta-da. Lynn Parsons. When she's good, she's great. But when she's bad, she's better. <laughs>